everybody. Welcome to another thought-provoking edition of No One's Listening. I'm one of your hosts, Terabyte Tyler, and I'm joined, as always, by Touring Ted. Uh, hey, I don't know what that is. <laughs> like, a, like a touring machine? Touring test. Oh, like the PGA Tour. Alan Tour. Yeah, you got it, Ted. You got it. Yeah. Okay. Think, oh, Think, uh, yeah, got it. Think Benedict got it. Cumberbatch. Diana Taurasi. <laughs> yep. um, no, there's actually a really good movie about Alan Turing that came out a couple of years ago. Look it up. Um, and I'm also joined by, by Robo Rod. You know what? That's two weeks in a row. I feel like Rapid Rod and Robo Rod, I'll take it. Not too shabby, huh? Yeah. So uh, before we dive into our, our semi-serious topic tonight, um, Teddy, what's new with you? Oh, you know, just living at home under quarantine. So, not not a lot of not a lot of things going on. I did have a I did have a good story to share, though. I feel like maybe I'm spending too much virtual time via text and podcast recording with Rodney because I I don't really have an update on my life. I just have a story to share with that's, you. Listen, that's what it's all about. <laughs> it's all about the stories. Um, but I was I this week I. I try. I'm trying to be a little bit of a healthier individual, as we all are, as you, as you are all aware from our last week's episode, the Nike Run Club. So as, as I, I pound vodka, <laughs> as I'm drinking an IPA. So I, um, I went, I went for an early morning run, um, and not early, It was, it was the sun had risen already, so um, the temperature was about probably like mm, forty degrees. Um, sorry, I'm getting. As I said, I've been spending too much time. With I Ronnie, do love so the details. Yeah, detail. Who's who's telling this story right now? <laughs> so, so I I went for a run and I'm starting to run by this house and I hear a dog barking like up up in the distance and I was like, it's like is that dog like in the yard? So I'm like just kind of like looking around because I always kind of have this like paranoid fear that I'm I'm gonna be running and like I'll see a dog and I'll think they're on an electric fence and they'll be in the yard and then they'll like run through the fence and they're not in an electric fence and then you know like some dogs are just crazy and they'll think I'm like running from them and it's a game and then I I'll actually have to run much yeah. faster than I do on these exercise <laughs> runs <laughs> and then like they'll I I just so I I got like a little paranoid when i heard a dog barking it was barking pretty aggressively and so i'm like i'm i keep running and i'm looking around and like i hear it barking and i can hear it getting closer but i'm looking around and i do not see the dog anywhere on any yard in the backyard of anywhere i was like where like where is this coming from and then as i'm approaching this house i hear it and i look up and it's a dog in the on the second floor of a house and it's up in the window and it's like this huge like golden retriever or something just like this huge big yellow dog that is just barking its head off at me like pretty aggressively with its face right in the window and the windows open but the screen the screen slider was shut and so i was like okay so like i just kind of chuckled as it's barking and i just like turn my head and just keep running and then i hear like a loud crash and the barking stops and i look and the thing was barking so hard and lunging at me that it literally popped the screen clean off the window and, it, <laughs> and the screen fell into the lawn and I like like looked at the dog and the dog literally is looking down at the lawn and then picks up its head and looks at me with like an expression on its face I was like mom is gonna be so mad <laughs> and, and I, uh, 
I, I really actually almost had to stop running because I started to laugh so hard <laughs> and that I just kept running and the dog stopped barking. It was it was pretty entertaining. Um, and that was that was definitely the single most exciting thing that happened to me this week. <laughs> do That's you th- actually an amazing story. Do you think it, that it happens often or do you think that this is like, uh, do you think that it specifically popped off the screen for the first time? <laughs> I think it happens often because the next day when I was on a run, the dog was barking at me again and the, <laughs> and the screen was already back in place. Oh, okay, that's window. that answers it. So to that, I thought, have you guys considered closing the window? <laughs> yeah, seriously. <laughs> Control you know, your not, mutt. Yeah, I'm not going to nitpick, so. That was that. That's what's new with me, I guess. That's about as exciting as it gets these days. Rodney, what about you? I think for me, I'm I'm finding that the only thing that I do, as I mentioned last week, is is DoorDash to just get out. So that means that I'm like behind the wheel, like pretty often. But I've noticed some weird behavior of people in cars, like randomly at a red light. Like I just like looked over all of a sudden, and this guy was just like aggressively middle fingering, like a car like a truck that was passing by but like could you could you clarify for our listeners what middle fingering (laughs) (laughs) giving (laughs) flipping the bird you're right that's a good okay that was a poor way of me phrasing i was gonna say jeez what are drivers doing (laughs) wow he was really he was really getting in there and i during quarantine too (laughs) like i could not figure out if like and I like I paid attention to the car. It said like XPO Logistics on it. I was trying to think like I wonder if this guy used to work there or something. Like there was nothing about the behavior of the vehicle that made sense for how aggressively he was giving flipping the bird. <laughs> I almost said it again. <laughs> and uh, so anyway, I was like, all right, whatever. And then like not long afterwards, I pulled into a gas station, and all of a sudden this car flew up in a parking spot next to me like so fast and i could tell it was this like couple in a car and they you could tell just you're been able to spot like a fight from a distance oh yeah. you know like they were you could tell that they were arguing aggressively and so it was a it was a cumberland farms and have you guys ever seen like cumberland farms they have like multiple entrances like side entrances and like a main middle entrance yeah, le- legally they they have to require multiple uh, multiple exit exit ways, considering their their clientele. <laughs> but like the entrances aren't always like open, which I don't really get. But you guys know what I'm saying, right? Like sometimes a gas station will have like a main entrance and then two side entrances. But like after a certain hour or whatever the reason, sometimes these side entrances aren't available. Do yeah. You know, Have you been examining gas station blueprints in your spare time, Rodney? So anyway, here's the here's the reason yeah, that you know I know the normal I, capacity, the max is like <laughs> seventy seven people. <laughs> here's here's the reason that I call that out is because this gas station in particular, so like this car has like flown up. Like somehow magically did not like go over the curb and into the gas station itself. And you can tell they're fighting. And so this like this guy gets out of the car from the passenger seat and just like yelling at the woman in the driver's seat. And then he goes to the side entrance, <laughs> which was not open. And he, <laughs> and he like yanks on the door and you just see him let out like an off. Oh, he was just so pissed off. <laughs> and no lie. Immediately after I see him freaking out, I look over at the woman like they have not seen me at all. But I look over at the woman and she is laughing so oh. maniacally that I thought like, 
Oh, I'm glad I just witnessed this moment. This is going to be my uh, this is my update. This is what I've been reduced to. You know what though, Rodney? She probably said, "You know what? He deserves it." She's probably really mad because she found out that he had been middle fingering the, the IRS <laughs> logistics. So man. inappropriate. So yeah. inappropriate. Come on. Where is the fealty? Tyler, yeah, what about also, you? Also, never never a good idea to be driving around so pissed that you're like that you're like feeling the need to speed and almost drive into the front of gas stations. Like you should probably just pull over and have the argument there. Um, yeah, that's I, I feel like I've noticed, um, I feel like I've kind of noticed people driving like more crazily on the road as well, to be honest with you. I was driving yesterday and, and this freaking taxi like totally cut me off on like a, like a two lane merge for, for no reason. And then turned around and was like, scream. I mean, granted it's a, it's a taxi. So I guess maybe that's not, it's not that, you know, that that's not that hard to believe, but I don't know. I feel like people are driving faster and more aggressively. It's like all the, all the pent up like frustration. <laughs> um, yeah. So I don't know. I don't, I don't really have a story. I don't feel like I have any stories ever anymore. I don't know. Like, I don't even know what they would be. And like nothing, nothing happens, but I do really need a haircut badly. And, um, I don't think that I'm going to be able to go to a barber anytime soon. So I'm going to, I'm going to bite the bullet and I'm going to let my girlfriend, uh, I guess, give me a haircut on Sunday. So, so that's really, all right, so wow. you're you're not gonna do what Teddy did because Teddy had the balls to just say like I'm going for it, I'm buzzing it. Yeah, but Teddy, I don't, I don't, I don't really have the head for that, the head shape for that. I feel like I'm gonna look really bad with a shaped head. So how do you know I, that? Do you know really that though? Do you know that though? Now, now's the time to test it out. Yeah, no, you're right. I don't know. I guess I haven't really decided yet, but I think I'll probably just kind of cut the sides and leave the leave the top a little bit longer. It's really the sides that bug the crap out of me. But more more importantly, guys, um, so. In, uh, amidst all of this, um, you know, all of this coronavirus stuff, you guys see the videos that the Pentagon released about uh, UFOs, uh, about uh, UFOs caught on tape by the Navy. I read. No, I saw. No, I saw the title of an article about that, and I, I assumed it was clickbait. Like you know how like yes. websites like <laughs> w- like CNN will have like a bunch of real stories, and then like one that's like sponsored in between yeah. them and like sometimes they're really easy to identify it's like oh woman in brockton massachusetts casino wins big you'll never guess what she did next yeah right and then the re- <laughs> next one's like a real story it's like okay she's also really always very attractive yeah all <laughs> so, right well yeah. we'll see i, mean, I want i want to go to that casino too <laughs> <laughs> yeah i don't teddy i agree and also i i feel like um I feel like it's so like obviously there are like thousands of UFO stories out there from over the years and I don't really understand what to, I guess because like the government actually like released these videos and said like oh like we don't know what they are I guess it's a bigger deal but I also like I feel like there are so many videos and pictures where I'm like well why aren't people talking more about that like I I just don't understand why like why these two videos are like blowing up right now so what did you see the videos? I, I I didn't realize it was something yeah, real. Yeah, and like and but there, I feel like they're like any other UFO video. It's like it's like fighter pilots like watching this thing move really fast. That's that it picks up on like infrared, and then the other one is like this saucer flying really close to the water, moving like at some insane speed. And they're both like legit videos. I mean, the I guess the Pentagon said they're legit videos, um, but 
I don't know. They just they look like so much other stuff, and it's it's weird to think. I mean, obviously, I don't know. I feel like we could do an episode on this, but obviously, like people who are talking about UFOs at this point are mostly like crazy, right? Yeah. <laughs> so it's no, weird I, to think. I don't know. I, I feel like the barrier for entry, um, you know, for UFO like entering the mainstream is pretty high at this point. So. Do you think this is like a distraction technique? Like, you know what the part that always gets me is like, so we just nailed it with the whole saucer thing. Like, pop culture just actually got it right. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. And like, don't they say that? Aren't there like old paintings, like Da Vinci paintings or something, with like UFOs in the background or something? Oh, I don't know. I don't know, man. Whatever. Anyway, I don't want to go down this rabbit hole. I just thought it was really funny because it's like the only non-coronavirus news I'm seeing right now is like is about UFO. Well, can we can we just say real quick, like if you want to be like ergonomically friendly, I guess a saucer is the best shape to go for a ship because it's going to take up the least amount of space. But like if these aliens are real and they're flying around as saucers, like what? Why? Why why be such a stereotype? Like being like a cool spaceship, like something that's like all of a sudden hovers over New York City and casts a shadow on the entire on the on the entire state. Like we see in like we see in movies. Why a little saucer that just like pings around in the middle of the ocean and floats away? I don't know. Maybe they'd be like maybe they're unmanned like recon drones or something. I've I have no idea. Maybe they're Amazon delivery drones. <laughs> it probably is a Jeff Bezos project. All right, guys, I'm an alien. <laughs> you got me. Well, that wouldn't surprise anyone. All right, so so speaking of uh, famous, well-known people, well, Jeff Bezos isn't going to come up in this episode, but but some other uh, some other uh, tech billionaires are. Um, so, like I mentioned, this week we're going to get um, I don't know, I guess some somewhat serious. We have like get like an actual topic to kind of break down. Um, guys, let me start by asking: Have you ever stopped to consider that everything that you sort of think of as reality, even the the very ground you stand on, could be a lie? I mean, I don't know if I actively stop to consider it all that much. <laughs> um, but but have you ever considered it? After I watched the Truman Show, I did think that. Mm. What about yeah. you, Rodney? Yeah, I probably have stopped to think about it. Um, and uh, yeah, doesn't doesn't particularly bother me that much. But yeah, I, I think I've I've probably stopped to think of it before. <laughs> it doesn't bother me that much. <laughs> <laughs> well, the reason I ask is because uh, another another piece of I I wouldn't say like hot news right now but but uh, a, a couple books have come out recently about it um some highly respected and also frankly brilliant people uh, think that it's a very real there's a very real possibility that we are living in a simulation so uh i do want to say really quickly before we go any deeper on this topic uh i feel like this is exactly what like millennials would bring up at a party right now like if parties <laughs> were allowed to happen and like it like in order to sound smart or interesting so uh you definitely want to keep listening to this podcast because uh once you are allowed to congregate again you're not going to want to be behind on this stuff so this is this is this is uh an important episode uh for your for you are you encouraging yeah i i I gotta be honest i wasn't really going to that many parties before (laughs) quarantine started are you are you encouraging people to bring this up at parties like do you think it's a cool thing to bring up at parties 
Uh, I mean, I think like anything else, it, it kind of becomes trite once too many people are talking about it. But I do think it might come up and that you should you don't you don't want to be that idiot who hears about simulation theory and then is just standing there like a dumbass with your mouth open <laughs> trying to pretend that you know what they're talking whoa, about. Whoa, 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 what? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sim, sim, simulation? Yeah, of course. I was reading up about that the other day. R- I really played the Sims stuff. my whole life. Well, Rodney, I- I'm, I'm glad you brought up the Sims because I have to admit something before we before we go a little deeper. It did not occur to me until fairly recently that that where the, the the name of that game comes from. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was just the last name. The Sims. I think it's I think it's German. <laughs> Chris Sim. <laughs> Chris Sims. That's the, that's the last name of the family, the Sims. Meet the Sims. <laughs> Wait, I did, guess, did you guys I, both know that, like since you were kids? I mean, I always thought of it as an extension of the Sim family of games, like because I always played Sim City as a kid. So if I'm being honest, I probably haven't ever thought of it as simulation as much as I thought of it as an extension of Sim City. Or Tyler, do you mean if we were ever kids? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> indeed, Teddy. Great, great bridge. So uh, let me tell you a little bit about the the simulation hypothesis. So uh, basically, it's just this idea, and there there are kind of uh, different versions of it depending on what you read and who you talk to. Um, I, I've not exhaustively researched this topic, so I don't I don't know all the nuances of of the um, of, of of the different iterations of simulation hypothesis. But basically, it is uh, this idea that. Uh, the reality that we're living in um, is actually this super complex uh, computer simulation um, that was created by some sort of advanced civilization. Um, so, and the the thinking, I guess, this is where some of the some of the versions can differ. Is that um, you know maybe this maybe this creator is an alien culture, or maybe it's us in the future, or maybe it's I don't know some sort of some sort of bored god or something. I actually made that one up. I didn't read that one anywhere, but I feel like that's, that has to be one theory as well, right? I, I don't know. I feel like, is that a responsible way to go about research? And I, I mean, I haven't seen this anywhere, but I mean, I threw it in. Well, I mean, I, but that's why I'm asking. I'm not, I'm, I'm not hailing it as cutting-edge research. <laughs> um. So first, have you guys heard of this theory, and what are what are your uh, what are your initial thoughts? I have I have not heard of this theory before, um, other than talking to you about it a little while ago. We were actually discussing this. Um, I think it's I don't know. I think it's interesting. I think it definitely makes you think, and I also think it's I think it's one of those things that I don't really know what to do with that information. So if it if if you are living in a simulation, well, you'd never know you're living in a simulation, right? You it would never be identified to you that you're living in a simulation. So I guess it's kind of a moot point. Like I don't know. Yeah. Is well, is there well, if there's sorry if the yeah. like if it, it basically if there's no if I never develop a sense of awareness that I'm in a simulation, then there's a part of me that thinks, well, well I mean, whatever. It's I'm still this is my life still, I guess if someone planned it and someone's playing me as a video game character right now or, you know, what, whatever. Um, but I, I mean, I do think it's not necessarily out of the question, I guess, with technology. Um, but yeah, I, I don't, I don't know. I don't really know how to, I don't really know how I would react. Cause I don't think you'd ever, it's kind of like a, 
uh, catch twenty two scenario, I guess. Well, Teddy, Teddy, we'll we'll get to possible ways later in the podcast that uh, perhaps it it could be revealed or has been revealed that we're living in a simulation. But I definitely hear I, I definitely hear where uh, hear you and um, where you're coming from, Rodney. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, I feel like I've heard this like you know over the years, or even in like um, you know philosophy type conversations where you know what if none of this reality is even reality or if it's all just a dream or or anything along those lines but i feel like most of what teddy said is in general how i felt and even kind of you throwing in some bored deity right like i I feel like yeah i mean if it's a simulation or it's a deity or any kind of higher power that explains our existence to me I, i don't know what the difference i guess i just don't know what the difference is other than it being like a highly tech explanation for us saying like who knows why we're here maybe it's uh, a video game <laughs> yeah and rodney you you're uh believe it or not you're actually you're you're programmed uh to have those uh to have those limitations so you it, it actually it makes sense you're actually proving that we're in a simulation right now by saying that you can't wrap your mind around it. So I think we can actually we're we're good. Are are we good here? Calculating. <laughs> That's calculating. <laughs> yeah, I'm good. Um, all right. Well, Teddy, actually you you brought up something interesting. It's almost like you're reading the script, um but you're you're doing a great job bridging to each to each new subject. All right. You guys, folks, you heard it. We we mentioned the script. Time to take a shot. It took us 22 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> well, so so different different theories uh, put um, sort of have different ideas about whether people are humans. You and I are uh, like playable characters or or non playable characters. So I guess that's like that's kind of like video game speak for like playable characters being a character that you can control and like and you know make make decisions for versus non playable characters which are like on autopilot and are just you know and are just programmed. So. In other words, like translating this to reality, like is everything like deterministic and are you just like following a predetermined script or, you know, or are you, is it a simulation, but you are able to um, make your own decisions? So my question is, which one of those would you prefer? I think I would rather be, uh, gosh, I don't know. I think I'd rather be a non-playable character because even even though I'm in a simulation, I like to know that I'm still making my own decisions and still living my own simulation life rather than someone's controlling my every move. Mm. Although then again, I don't know my track record. Maybe someone should be play- should uh, <laughs> take my character off a of simulation. <laughs> It would be cool if you could kind of toggle it on and off. Yeah, maybe maybe all of the good things that have happened, like getting married and having kids, has been like someone's been like, oh, we're gonna take the controls here for a little bit. However, Teddy, Teddy, be yeah, you you'd know to be careful with that uh, if you've seen Adam Sandler's hit movie Click. I I have, and I don't really remember much of it, other than that there was a really sad scene. Oh yeah, man, because because he spends like his like his entire life on autopilot. Well. I feel like the sad scene was when he's with his dad and his dad, I forget what it was. He like, he, his dad is like doing his magic trick or whatever. And then he, he, um, (laughs) he basically tells him like, 
Dad, like, I know his, what I are know Adam trick. Sandler movies. His dad's <laughs> doing his magic trick. <laughs> like we don't even need to know that the main character in that movie does magic, let alone his dad does magic. <laughs> so random, but also a great movie. Uh, you know it was. It was a great movie. It, it was a great movie. And while we're on the topic of Adam Sandler, have you guys seen that he is a really, really good pickup basketball player? What? Oh, really? yes. Yeah. Is he really? And it's really funny because he's pretty short. He's like, he's probably like five, nine, but he looks like he might be like five, eight, five, nine. Um, and he, and he wears, he still wears like the really baggy shirt and shorts. Like he still dresses like it's the nineties. Um, <laughs> and, but he's like, he's very good. I've, I think, um, because sports center and ESPN have no content to run because there's no sports. And I think it was them that posted like a highlight reel of different Adam Sandler pickup basketball games that people have taken about how Isn't good he, he is. Like 55. Yeah. He's good though. He's good. Check it out. I gotta be honest. The fact that I, I feel like there's some correlation, the fact that his movies suck, but that he hires his friends and he just goes places that he wants to go. I feel like his evidence that he is, probably the only guy you would actually want to be around in hollywood well, also yeah. also that life is a simulation and he's totally figured it out yeah he's a he's he's a player and he's playing himself <laughs> <laughs> that's how rich he is guys he's controlling the simulation outside of the simulation and he's controlling himself i don't really <laughs> I, I think I, we have to get farther into this for I understand all the all the ins and outs of it. I feel like we need to actually do an episode on Adam Sandler, but I feel like he's been living his best life his entire life. Also, Uncut Gems, his most recent movie, go see it. So good. Was oh yeah, good? that's phenomenal. Oh, I feel like America. It. I feel like America did take a break from Adam Sandler movies for a while. They're like, all right, you're not. It was like after eight crazy nights, everyone was like, okay, we're going <laughs> to eight crazy gonna... nights. Hey, that was, we were like eight when that Guys, came out. <laughs> I know, but, but I'm telling you that was no, okay. No, me, it was eight. Jack and Jill. If you've we seen Jack and Jill with Adam Sandler, you, you, you forcibly had to take a pause from watching anything else Adam Sandler related. All right. Okay. But when did eight crazy nights come out? Like 1999. Did, did it? It came out. No, it came out in two thousand two. All right, Tyler, when did it come out? Two that I'm looking at it. Two thousand two. Oh, okay. Yeah. Two thousand two, Rodney. We were much were closer we to my guess than what your guess were we, was going to be. Were we eight or were, were we full fledged entering our teen years? <laughs> I was fourteen. Yes, you're right. You're right. Oh, so I'm you so were, wrong. You were, so you were already driving. <laughs> I was fourteen. <laughs> I was already driving. Yes. Okay, and when did Jack and Jill come out? Much later, Jack and Jill. Much later, 2015. I don't even know what that is. Oh, 20, there it is. 2011. 2011. Yeah, 2012. Yeah, that's that's a rough lineup. Adam Sandler, Katie Holmes, and Al Pacino. Yeah, I don't think that's. Oof. Yeah, no, thank you. Is, <laughs> hey, hey, Adam Sandler played both himself and like a female character, like that was his twin sister. It was painful. It has a it has a 3.3 on IMDb. (laughs) Oh my god, (laughs) that's the lowest I've ever seen. Have you guys ever thought about? I feel like Adam Sandler and Al Pacino actually have a lot in common in that, like, I feel like they're often cast as like, or at least Al Pacino is like cast as like like ethnicities that he's not. Like Al Pacino is Italian, right? Obviously, Pacino. (laughs) But like, (laughs) wait, Al Pacino. Are you yeah. saying Al Pacino's often cast in ethnicities? He's not because 
I've only ever seen Al Pacino as Al Pacino in every movie I've Agreed. ever seen Al Pacino in. Thank you, Teddy. I agree. Other I've than Hunters, but yeah, I agree. Overly aggressive, nearly comical mafia boss. No, no I'll get no, no. I'm going to give you two examples though. So he's in he's in uh, he's in The Irishman, and he's also in that movie. Uh, isn't he in uh, what was that Netflix movie? No, is he in that one? Wait. The, Are okay, you thinking wait, the of uh, the Amazon Hunters, where he's Jewish? Yeah, and and in Hunters, he's Jewish, and he's very much not Jewish. Okay, so that's one example. Isn't the Irishman exactly who Al Pacino is? Well, no, he's Italian. I know, he's Italian in the movie, too. He's oh, yeah. Not... Yes, the maybe Irish... I, maybe I haven't the seen Irishman the Irishman. Is... <laughs> Oh, never, never mind. Not. He's Clearly Jimmy not. Hoffa in The Irishman. <laughs> <laughs> he's literally a, he's literally one of the mob bosses, Jimmy Hoffa. Okay, never mind. Can we, Rodney, can you take that part out of the episode? <laughs> never. I, I, I'm going to replay that. <laughs> oh, uh, typical Al Pacino trying to play someone you're not, like Jimmy Hoffa. <laughs> no, he also plays, he also plays uh, Dr. Kevorkian in You Don't Know Jack. Right. Doctor Death, not Italian. All right, I don't. But he's okay. <laughs> or, well, More often wanna, than not, are we he plays an Italian character. Are we going to dissect every single time an actor or actress played played a a role of a character that didn't completely line up with their heritage? <laughs> no, I know, but I think I think because oh, hundred, you you mean to tell me months. you mean to tell me that Kavorkian was Italian? <laughs> Give me a break. Forget about it. No, <laughs> no, but Hunters is so fresh in that my was, mind. You know that, what? that was. I think Dr. it confused me. Doctor Kevorkian actually was Italian. He was like, "You want to live? Forget about it. I'll kill you." <laughs> I knew for a fact, Tyler, you you had seen Hunters recently because that's the only example I've ever thought where, oh, he played somebody Jewish and not aggressively Italian. Yeah, but I feel I, it, there's something about the two of them being in a movie together that I feel like just wouldn't work. What I identified isn't obviously what would make it not work. I just feel like putting Pacino and Adam Sandler in a movie together is a recipe for disaster. This is this is an example of simulation lords. Please put Tyler back on player mode. <laughs> <laughs> no, player mode, right player mode, I would that would be me. What? I don't Wait. get this. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, speaking of movies, so this topic understand, understandably uh, makes a lot of people think about The Matrix, the famous, uh, the, the, the 90s hit. Um, so well, Weren't we like eight when that came out? <laughs> yeah, so what? <laughs> yeah, well, it's not real. <laughs> nope, doesn't count. I was eight. <laughs> also, I feel like Keanu Reeves was really miscast in that movie. <laughs> <laughs> they always cast Keanu Reeves as a white guy. Unbelievable. They, o- <laughs> they always cast him in dystopian science fiction, and I just feel like he's more of a drunk. Yeah. The Matrix, Hardball. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. So the question is: If you were in the Matrix, uh, would you take the blue pill? Uh, and uh, which is what? Which is what uh, Neo, played by uh, Keanu Reeves, did not take. Uh, or the red pill, which uh, pulled him, uh, I guess, disconnected him from his t- his tub of goo that he was, I don't know, being used as like a battery in. Which which would you take, the blue pill or the red pill? Hmm. 
So essentially, is this question, are you satisfied with your life or no? Well, there, I, I think there's, there's some risk involved, right? Yeah, so kind of, yeah. Are, are you satisfied with your life, or would you want to know what's really going on behind the scenes? Um, I think I'd, I, I think I'd take the blue pill. I don't know. I guess I don't want to know. I have, I have a pretty good life. I wouldn't really want to be plucked out of that. And then what if I say I want the red pill and I'm plucked out of it? All, all to be found that I'm in a life where I picked the blue pill. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm plucked out of that one. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I feel like I take the red pill. Hey, like, give it a shot. You know, Rodney, you are directly contradicting yourself from the beginning of the episode. <laughs> uh, I'll take the red pill. Just see what's. I don't really uh, care if I'm in a simulation. I guess I'd rather not know. Uh, you know what? Give me the red pill. <laughs> Yank no, me out of that goo, Keanu. I guess at, at the end of the day, I'm kind of like, whatever. It's fine. I'm ready for a new adventure. Sure, I'll take the red pill. Playing both sides of the fence, Rodney, 2020. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to know, but at the same time, I want to know. You know, vote for me. <laughs> I don't. I don't really know which one I'd which one I would take. I mean, I feel like okay. Listen, I feel like with the Matrix. I, okay, here's my thing with the Matrix, and I'm I'm just forming this opinion right now. Now that I think about it, my thing with the Matrix is weren't there some indications that like him taking the red pill was going to be not like he wasn't going to be transported to like Nirvana, like it was going to be pretty intense. He was like literally kidnapped and he was in the back of a car and he has Lawrence Fishburne like shoving one of these pills down his throat, like making him choose on the spot. Like, like whatever the red pill is, it's probably going to be intense, right? <laughs> yeah, I can't, I can't imagine. <laughs> yeah. All right. Full disclosure. I've never seen The Matrix all the way through, but Petty, um, yeah. I, I haven't. haven't seen it. I, I the last time I watched The Matrix, it was on a VHS in my childhood bedroom. Yeah, I just can't see myself. This is the problem I have with old movies is I can't. There's a lot of old classic movies that I haven't seen. And there's just there's too much good television and movies today, like much higher production value that I just like. I can't see myself picking a night where it's like, you know what? There's this movie, (laughs) this new movie on Netflix that had a budget of one hundred and fifty million dollars. But I'm going to watch this other movie from the 90s instead that looks like a hunk of crap because it's a glass. No, but The Matrix doesn't look like a hunk of crap. I feel no, I I definitely hear what you're saying there's only so much time time in a day, but like but I feel like you have, you have to pick and choose certain but movies I, you have to see. But the I Matrix also is a movie you I also see. feel like I also feel like I missed the boat on these movies. So like I don't I I would want to watch it and then probably feel the excitement uh, that everyone felt 25 years ago when they first watched it right they'd be like oh my gosh have you guys seen this movie the matrix and people would be like are you are you're yes teddy, we've all seen that teddy movie. i'm gonna tell you right now i think clearly you, need to you took the, the next film. <laughs> i think you need to devote the next two weeks to going back and watching the uh the jean-luc picard uh series of star trek so that you know what a klingon is and what the holodeck is i will as, as god is my witness i will i will never watch star trek or star wars <laughs> I will I the commitment level the the fact that if you want to watch this if you want to watch the Star Wars movies and you've never watched them just the fact that to do that you need to find an article online that tells you what order to watch which movies in to make sure that you're watching them watching them correctly is absolutely absurd to me 
this has to be the only call with three people where two people have not seen. I mean, I saw The Phantom Menace in theaters in 2000. Ugh. Otherwise, I Wait, haven't that's seen the only Star Wars. Mo- I mean, listen, I'm Wait, not. Rodney, a big I think Star Wars I think fan, that but... I think I saw that in theaters too with my dad, and I didn't understand it, and all I cared <laughs> about was the bag of Skittles I got. <laughs> Teddy, Teddy, this has to be the only call where three people. This has to be the only call where you could get three people together, and two of which have only seen the Phantom Menace. Well, that that's a that's a very specific fact, Rodney. I, I've only seen The Phantom Menace and I saw it in theaters. That's it. That's all Wait, I ever you, saw. Rodney, the, the only Star Wars movie you guys have seen is the friggin' Phantom Menace? Yes, Tyler. Wait, as kids, you never watched the like the the original three? I never did. I I I didn't I did not either. Alright, I, I think the three of us are living in different simulations. Yeah. Tyler, you sound like you sound like a typical blue pill right now. You really do. <laughs> Such a bluey. Wait, why? Why is that the blue pill? I'm. I'm that's the blue pill because that's what everyone because, does. Because you're you're the sheeple. You don't want to know. You're you're putting the the blinds over your eyes. Amen, no, 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 Teddy. No, no. no, you're you're looking at it the the wrong way. I have an imagination. I'm opening myself up to these other other. You potential are realities. incorrect. You, you are, are doing what everybody does. Teddy and I are the only ones saying, like, why does everyone like this? Why is everyone pretending that these old movies are great? Okay, but hold on a second. You haven't watched them, so how can you have an opinion? Because we weren't forced to watch them. Like because mass we already society. took the red pill. They told us everything. <laughs> no, Wait, no, no, Rodney, no. I forget if what you, no. Actually, this what did be... I think? This would be a different conversation. If you had actually seen them, then that would be then that would be that would be another story. By the way, I'm I'm not a big Star Wars fan. And and if you go back and watch uh the the Star Trek series I referenced, that show has not aged well. So I'm not saying you should go back and watch that show. December but, December twenty eighteen, I tried to start the the I had like two weeks off for for Christmas and <laughs> I tried to watch the Star Wars series, so I started with, again, like Teddy mentioned, the appropriate order, as someone had pointed out to me. So it was like one of the old ones first, and I just couldn't do it. I was like, I tried. I swear I tried so hard. I ordered takeout. Right, you, I was you just didn't try that hard. I, I did. I, I did. How, how did you try hard, Rodney? What part of you was trying the hardest? I sat down. I did nothing else. I okay, didn't have my sat, phone. Okay, I ordered okay, so takeout. Standing. That's a good start. I ordered takeout. So it was just Rodney, like... Every, well, in, 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 to back up Tyler, everyone knows that you can only watch the Star Wars series standing. <laughs> it's, it's, such riveting, it's such a riveting 18 hours of cinematic fun and that you have to be standing. Actually, actually, Teddy, most people watch them suspended upside down. <laughs> <laughs> and don't give me... Like, listen, I promise I tried very hard. I will give it all the credit in the world. I watched a documentary about, like, Pixar and... I understand. I appreciate how advanced they oh, were for okay, their sorry. time. Wait, what is, wait, what is what does that have to do with this? <laughs> what the hell was that fact you just pulled out of your ass? Because, no, 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 because like, it, it, it talks about, oh, like, you know, sure, the first, like, of, like, these sure aggressive Pixar computer graphics. You know what? Actually, you know what? I will watch these movies. I'm with Tyler. <laughs> it, it was, like, so, like, you know, they were so advanced from that perspective. And, like, I give them that kind of credit. Like, that's. That's awesome, but the reality is, like, as someone who didn't appreciate them for their like during their time and didn't watch them with like 
my dad who appreciated them. Like I have zero, I have zero nostalgic feelings for these movies. No, that's fine. That's fine. And Rodney, that I get. You're not gonna, you're not gonna get that nostalgia as an adult. So I'm not, I'm not saying go back and watch Star Wars because they're great movies. Again, like they didn't age well either. Like that's probably why you were like, you know, this is hard to watch. But what I'm saying is. Like, I think like anything else, like, you know, like books, like, I don't know, like having an awareness of, you know, things that happened in the 80s and 90s. Um, like, I, I put certain movies like in that same category just because they're things that are going to be referenced so often. Like, The Matrix is a perfect example. I mean, The Matrix is, has got to be one of like, what, like the five most referenced movies ever made? Like, The Matrix is referenced constantly, you know? Like, you say blue pill, red pill to someone and like... Like seventy five percent of people in America are gonna know what movie you're talking about. I gotta be honest, if you ask me blue pill or red pill, I think you're talking about before this podcast, I would think you were talking about um Viagra or something or some sort of red pill. I would not know what you're talking <laughs> or about. Or a hot tamale. <laughs> yeah, or a hot tamale. <laughs> or, I, I, or a, or, I would or a cinnamon flavored have... Mike and Ike. <laughs> I, I would love to have a longer conversation. We should do an episode where we all bring like our list of like what we th- I don't know, like what we think is like important or, or like what people should watch or read or something like that. OK. All right. Anyway, back to back to our, our current reality, which is um, possibly a simulation. So for for whatever this is worth, um, there are uh, several um, very intelligent people um, who would know about something like this, who very much believe that um, that we are living in a reality. Um I'm not going to go down the list. The The one at the top is this guy, this guy, Nick, uh, Nick Bostrom, who's an Oxford philosopher. I think he's like he's probably got like his name attached um, to to a lot of this stuff. I think he might have written the first book about it or something. I don't know. Um, but uh, Elon Musk, also uh, the guy who's tweeting uh, regularly uh, throughout the day that uh, everyone should defy government orders to stay inside during uh, during this lockdown. He is also a huge believer in simulation theory. Uh, does Elon Musk believing in simulation theory make you guys more or less likely to believe in simulation theory? 1,000% less likely. <laughs> Elon Musk is a turd. <laughs> you heard it here first, folks. <laughs> Elon Musk is an absolute turd bag. I actually, I just saw an art, well, first of all, with that hilarious presentation where he where he bragged about the new disgusting square block truck, whatever piece of garbage that he was shelling <laughs> out of Tesla. And he bragged about the uh, bulletproof windows and everything. And the, he tossed a, he tossed a ball bearing through it that just yeah. shattered the window immediately. <laughs> it was perfect. <laughs> was, was like literally like that was so deserved and fitting. And then I saw an article today that was like written by a former employee of Elon Musk and saying how he is like one of the most self-entitled rich pieces of garbage that literally does not care about human beings at all and just cares about his money. I just saw that. I mean, he's, he's crazy for sure. I mean, he's, he's probably brilliant as well, but yeah, for me personally, Rodney, I feel like you're, you're getting the last word on all these. What do you think? Um, I mean, does it make me Rodney, more? Rodney, why are you so passive? Are you doing something else right now? Neither. It, it doesn't make me either. Honestly, Rodney, are like, you delivering a DoorDash order <laughs> right now? <laughs> uh, it doesn't make me either, to be honest. Like, I mean, why are you, why are you not answering the question? Yeah, answer the question, Rodney. 
It honestly doesn't did you, make or me did either. You not I think just drop off Apple Crisp from Applebee's. No, no one else's opinion really like would affect <laughs> me as it relates to this. Like, sure, like you know what I mean. It's just as good. It's just as good an explanation, I guess, as as anything else uh, to explain things that we don't understand. So, um, why not? All right, Rodney. Follow up question: If there was and Teddy, if there was one person. So let's let's say in theory none of us none of us are on board with simulation theory right now. Who would the one person be who would get you to uh to to change your opinion? Who would you need to hear wholeheartedly believes it? One person go. Me. <laughs> um Yeah, Rodney. Rodney as well. Yep. Wow, uh, I'm so Teddy, I'm so honored. I'm so flattered. Yeah, I would, you're you're my baseline. So if you say you believe in this, I'd be like, well, it's definitely no, a no, no. It's definitely not true. <laughs> no, Teddy, I I think I think there is something like I I think I would put stock in what Rodney says as well. But I would be more convinced if he was sure that simulation theory wasn't a thing because Rodney's a contrarian. So if he was positive that it wasn't a thing and that was his opinion, then I would assume that he actually believes yeah, that it always, is. You always got to go with the opposite of what Rodney's saying. <laughs> <laughs> Um, all right, Here, so I, yeah, keep going. Never oh, no, mind, go keep going. I don't right. want to derail. Yeah, all we right. don't want to. We don't don't want to interrupt your DoorDash order and affect your tip. <laughs> I need. I I want my. I want a full tip. Wait, Rodney. Full. Rodney, do you want just the tip, or do you want your payment? <laughs> oh come on! I I just literally restrained myself so hard from saying that. <laughs> it depends. It depends on what side of the equation I'm on. Wait what? <laughs> what? Oh, you mean you mean if you're giving not just the tip, but if you're getting just the tip? Exactly. Like if I have to, just the tip. But you know, the other way around, I want more than the tip. I can still I can still this see is... being a huge baby about it, even even if it was just the tip. <laughs> <laughs> There's absolutely zero doubt that I'd be like no. I don't like this. I no, I don't like this. <laughs> what what are we talking about right? Now? Rod, Rodney, where were you picturing yourself in that scenario? <laughs> because I was picturing you in a Cumberland Farms parking lot bent over the hood of your car. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> You're hosting the episode. Keep it going. All right. So the next part of our segment, or the next segment, I should say. <laughs> Sir, would you like a tip on your order or just a tip? <laughs> that's why I'll take just a tip. That's why I could never be a waiter now, because every time tip would come up, I would just I would think of what we're discussing right now. Yeah, actually, when you fill out an application to be a waiter now, you have to decide would, when you work your shifts, would you like tips or just the tips? <laughs> All right, so uh, there are a lot of things that are cited as evidence for this theory. This is not an exhaustive list, and also I did take all of these from one specific article from a publication called The Vulture, which I've, or maybe just Vulture, I don't know, I've never heard of it before. Um, but here's what we're gonna do: we're gonna go down this list, and uh, we're gonna we're gonna rate how compelling we think each argument for simulation theory is. So you're going to give this a one if you're like, nah, like doesn't like doesn't sway me at all. Or a five if it makes you stop and think. Make sense? Sure. <laughs> kind of. <laughs> yeah. 
let's do it. I think it makes sense. All right. The directions are also right there. <laughs> um, oh, Tyler, can we not talk about the script? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, one thing that's often brought up is this thing called the uh, the the Fermi paradox, which is this um, basically this uh, this theory that um, if there, uh, like statistically speaking, there has to be tons, you know, millions of other alien species um, in the universe, and that statistically, some of those aliens must be able to reach Earth, and it doesn't make sense that there's absolutely no evidence of life in the universe uh, outside of planet Earth right now. So this is often cited as like the 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 first example of something's up, like there isn't other stuff out there because there's not really like an out there because this is all a simulation, and we're looking at I don't know the ceiling of the Truman Show. Scale of one to five, how compelling? One. Or- yeah, I was gonna say right, right there with be- Rodney. Nope, I say nope and prove me wrong. Because if all of a sudden I found out aliens existed, I'd be like, "Wow, son of a gun, I was wrong." <laughs> because, the, but also the idea that like the idea of like even like large numbers or small numbers, like the idea that we would be in the small number is not any less compelling. You know, the, like the fact that okay, aliens are going to exist and therefore have reached everywhere. Where it's like, well, if we are just a blip in time of some infinite amount of time, like the fact that we're just some small early portion of time is entirely possible. Um, yeah. And you mean we will encounter them? Yeah, right. Like, okay, yeah. aliens will be everywhere, but we happen to be super early in all of the existence. Like, sure. Like, why is that improbable? Yeah, no, I hear you. I, I wouldn't give it a one, but I, I, I because I think there's like it's it's interesting. It's something that like makes me think for a second. But I, I give it I give it a two or a three. I think um, def, definitely not a five. Okay, next one in my opinion is is dumb as shit. Not not to poison the water, but the uh, the the Mandela effect is also often brought up um, as maybe a there being a glitch like we touched on earlier in the simulation where different people remember different historical occurrences differently but are certain that they're correct um and i think did we do an episode on the mandela effect or no i don't i don't think so <laughs> no our favorite podcast did an episode of the mandela effect and no. i think that's what we're yeah. thinking of <laughs> I, th- I think we've talked about it before all right how compelling do you find this as evidence that we're living in a in a malfunctioning um simulation i don't i don't really know enough about it to be honest one mandela effect so like it's like the idea that Baron like Berenstein Bears well, I feel like is the you, only well, one that's just, lasting for what, me. What the, why don't you just talk about the it, it gets its name from a lot of people swearing that Nelson Mandela died in the 1990s and um well and that and that not being true. Right. Or like do you do you remember the books Berenstein Bears study? Yes, uh, Rodney's now speaking my language. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So the like the actual spelling, if you were to go, like if you were to look at a Berenstein Bears, is actually Berenstain Bears, and that's supposed to be an example that like there is a glitch because we all remember it to be Berenstein Bears, but it's actually Berenstain Bears now. So like somewhere along the way, somebody messed up. All right, evidence. Okay, couple questions. First of all. Does anyone have Berenstein, Berenstein or Berenstein's book where they can? Uh, well, they yeah, can... 
yeah, look at it? You, you can look at it, and just like you can look up any, like, fact that people disagree about, too, but, like, it's right, only but, a well, Mandela... Alright, um, but that that's different than... Or I guess, I don't know. Okay, well, what, well when did Nelson Mandela die? Recently. Like, recently? Yeah. yeah. I mean, not recently. So, like, so people... But there's people that believe he died in the 90s? Yeah, right. and, like, a, a many, many people remember hearing on the news that he died in the 90s all right so then what did those people do from the 90s until today when he died did they a lot of a lot of drugs the collective the collective idea is that like the fact that so many people remember it is evidence that like whoever's running this thing screwed up and that we all have this like far off remembrance of something that is technically incorrect in our reality now but the fact that we all remember it means that we all experienced it at one point, and therefore, somebody's running this whole thing and just doing it a poor so job. So how many how many people believe believe he died in the nineties? Like, is there is it just like an I mean, online lot. conspiracy theory, or like a lot of people think that, or were told that he I, died? I mean, a lot. And to go with the Berenstein Bears effect, like I do remember that it was the Berenstein Bears, and so the first time that I ever saw the spelling was baron stain i was like oh well that's weird but all right so if if we're gonna get through all these we got to do these quicker okay so teddy it sounds like based on based on your your that's, tone of that's voice, gonna be it that's gonna be a nope yeah that, that's uh, gonna be it's yeah. gonna be a no all right and rodney are you in the same boat yeah i'm in the same boat yeah. i think that our memory's flawed same. I, I would give the Mandela effect a one. I don't find it compelling at all. Okay. Another thing that's often brought up as something that maybe uh, as evidence that if maybe you look too closely, like at the at the inner workings of the simulation that we're living in, if you look at quantum physics, quantum physics, like all, all of the rules are different from like our, our observed reality. So like the best example is like the, the famous double slit experiment. You shoot a photon through to or at like in in the middle of like of two slits and if you don't watch the particle if you don't watch the photon go through either of the slits so literally i mean if you do not look at it if you don't observe it happening it um then it be if then that light if you shoot a whole bunch of, of photons through it be it behaves like a wave and they're all spread out as if they're like going through um as if they're like being distributed like evenly like between the two slits i'm probably explaining this wrong um on the other hand, if you literally watch the photon, like if you observe it go through one of the slits, um, then you can see it go through and they line up. If, if you say you shoot 10 photons through, you can watch them line up and the arrangement that they hit the wall with is not a wave. They actually line up as if they are like behaving differently. So anyway, all this is to say that basically the rules don't seem to make sense. And some people cite this as evidence that something's up and that uh, that we're that we're living in a simulation. Thoughts? One to five. <laughs> I I guess my thought is, it. Why would somebody have messed? Like the fact that we are observing something that we shouldn't be observing is a suggestion that it it doesn't make sense. Like it's less likely that it's a simulation. Yeah, it sounds like if we were to see that, it would be a typical photon faux pas. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. Wait, I, but I don't, I don't quite get your point. What do you mean, Rodney? My point is that, like, if us with our own brains look at something scientifically and say, "Well, this doesn't align with what we'd expect it to 
do, and well, that therefore is then evidence well, doesn't make not, sense. Well, no, no, no. Well, but it's not just that it doesn't do what we expect it to do. It does the exact opposite. Like it literally behaves differently as matter. Right. And I'm saying like if somebody running the simulation, like, so what, this is just an oversight that we caught before they did? I don't know. Maybe they're too afraid to change it now. Maybe, maybe if they change it, then like, they'll know that we'll all be like, gotcha. But that doesn't, that like, to me, that's another example of like, so we were, and that was, that's the other part that I guess gets me is like, so we are all self-aware or not? Because if we're, uh, what do you mean? So like you know the whole fear that like okay let's take away the life is a simulation thing about like AI is like it's going to become self aware and then robots are therefore going to kill all of us right? You guys have heard that right? So yeah the the uh, the, the singularity right. So to me I'm saying that in this idea are we self aware or not or is everything that we're doing and saying. Just well, I mean, programmed. you are you. We, I don't think we need to think about that. Like, like philosophically, I think you are you. I mean, are you? What are you aware of? Well, I and that's my point is that the ability to think of this being a simulation. I feel like, why would that? Why would that be allowed? And if if you're saying that there, then therefore we we recognize this thing that is behaving differently than we would expect. Like, why would they have? Why would they have made us that way? I still right, think it's to, a one. one to five quantum yeah, physics. One. Yeah, way way too much time on this just to be a contrarian to Rodney five. <laughs> yeah, I definitely wouldn't say a one. I'll I'll, gives, I'll go three with this again. It gives me um, it gives me pause because I've got to tell you if I saw all them plankton shooting through the electrons, I'd be nervous as hell. <laughs> <laughs> All right, the next two the next two are kind of connected. So some people consider the situation that we're in right now uh, around climate change. And uh, we're very clearly at a crossroads where we basically need to make a decision about whether we're going to be able to kind of save ourselves as a species. So some people cite that as evidence that this is kind of like an experiment and that some higher being is is basically testing us to see whether we'll be able to figure it out scale of one to five you only get like a couple sentences if you want to comment on it uh yeah i'm gonna gonna give that one a one because it's it's a very far stretch yeah i mean i guess i'm just down the one path but yeah one i think it's weak all right, I'll I'll give I'll give this one a two. Um, in a similar vein, some people point out uh, that there are malfunctions uh, in the uh, in the potential simulation, such as, and this was actually in the article. I didn't I didn't uh, I didn't make this one up. Um, well, Trump getting elected, of course, Brexit, which doesn't really seem like it should be in the same vein. It doesn't seem like as big of a deal. Um, but also the <laughs> the patriot the Patriots beating the Falcons in the Super Bowl because when... that's as big of a deal as both of those things. <laughs> Going Gosh, in order you know from you know le- most to me, least significant. This makes me hate Patriots fans just as much as the rest of like being a Patriots fan. The fact that we have this in there, like I mean, like when I look at that list, I'm like, I mean, Trump is just a horrific nightmare. But I mean, you know, twenty eight to three with two minutes left to go in the third quarter. That's <laughs> just impossible. That doesn't, that, doesn't, that doesn't happen. This would be crazy. All right, one to five. Um. Yeah, I'm going to I'm going to go I'm going to go with a 5 on that one because Trump has been such an abomination to mankind that I can't even I can't 
I I really really hope that it's just some lazy ass programmer that is running this thing that's like not answering emails. He's like kind of like sleeps through half of his work day and he's not really doing his job and like he, as a result he's just causing all these problems. I'd like to accept that yeah. over the reality. Yeah, and also that we're being like tested to see how we react, like how whether you can put like someone completely dysfunctional in charge of everyone and have society like stay together. Oh, <laughs> like hold, hold itself together. Hey, uh, hey, hey, hey. Uh, so Jefferson, how's uh, how's your how's your uh, how's your simulation going with uh, Trump being president? Ooh, uh, I gotta be honest, not too good, boss. Ooh, really? Okay, how much longer? I mean, they might be looking at another four years. <laughs> Wait, Teddy, why Why are both of the higher beings New York City Sanitation Department workers? <laughs> Have you ever seen any simulation ever? You, typical, typical blue pills. Gosh, get your head out of the sand. <laughs> oh, sorry, man. All right, you guys, uh, there's like five more in here. Each of you choose one and I'll set it up. Okay. Um, Makes more sense than ghosts. <laughs> All right. So one argument is basically that. Uh, so a lot of people have seen ghosts. And uh, I mean, it's pretty clear that there's like something going on with like the paranormal. But like we've never really been able to like nail it down scientifically. So the theory is that I don't know. I, I don't know if this is specifically like it falls into like the glitch category again. But that like ghosts are something that's like sort of like popping up in the simulation that maybe shouldn't be and like making us see things that we're not supposed to. And then we're thinking that it's ghosts instead. One, um, because it, it, to me, it's just so it, it to me is such like human weakness to be like, well, at least what we can wrap our head around is these simulations that we've created. So therefore what we're experiencing must be something that we've created before as well week one yeah i'm gonna go with i'm gonna go with one on that one yeah i don't know ghosts isn't particular aren't particularly compelling to me either yeah i would say a one with that as well um all right teddy choose one i I just chose that one (laughs) (laughs) uh let's go with uh we're semi close to being able to create very believable simulations because this feels like the same argument i just made so why would you choose that one I choose that one just in the same vein. You said it's possible to prove that we aren't like it's the same thing. Like the idea that like, well, we ourselves have created these very similar things. Therefore we think that this is what our reality is. Like, well, I don't know, but, but just to play devil's advocate with this one for a second. So again, like the, the argument is that because we're like semi close. So I don't know. Some people say within a hundred years, we'd be able to, um, I don't know, create some sort of simulation that would be as believable as the one that we might be living in and could thus like be used to trick a whole civilization. But by the way, uh, some people do disagree with that. Um, we're not going to have time to get to it. But but um, but, uh, but no, Rodney, I, to play devil's advocate with that one for a second, I mean, I don't know, in, in, in 1800, if someone came up like if someone wrote about the concept of, of a hovercraft and was like, Oh, like this could be like, this could be the future. Then you'd be like, eh, like, okay, sure. But like, that's, you know, but like, what are all these things? Like what, what's a, what, what's an engine? Like what's like, what is, what are all these things that you're talking about? But I mean, I don't like to me, if you can actually like, if you can actually sort of chart a path and what it actually mostly comes down to is just computing power. If you could like logically sort of like, you know, work out that, 
you know, that these things are possible and like this is how we would get there like ourselves like as a civilization that makes it a little bit more compelling to me it's not just like in other words it becomes science fiction it's not fantasy right and that's the part that's the problem that i have is that it's like okay so what we're basically saying is that all unexplained answers we're just going to look at things that we've come up with ourselves to say like okay yeah this must obviously be what we're living because we can wrap our minds around it like Okay. Well, that's no, fine. but it's more comfortable not, but to believe again, that we that it's something of our own uh, of our own creation. Well, yeah, but well, a I don't think that this point is necessarily arguing that it's definitely a simulation, like our future selves created. Um, but but also, I mean, if you can wrap your, I mean, if you can wrap your mind around it, then doesn't that? I mean, like fr- from from your perspective, if you can wrap your mind around something, isn't are you going to be more likely to believe it? Not if the argument is that we're not supposed to be not not if the argument is that we're not supposed to realize it. No. What do you mean? No, but that's but no that but 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 that's like a that's like a separate point. Just this taking this point itself that like the fact that we're close to being able to create something like this, like as being evidence that it could like have been created by something else and we could be living in it. I feel like it's more compelling now than it would have been even in like 1950, right? I don't know that it is. I guess my my feeling is like so I've been playing Roller Coaster Tycoon since <laughs> since I was a kid and there's a whole bunch of people walking around so is and the recently. idea that I could imagine that these people actually have individual thoughts and concerns any more <laughs> likely that what I'm living is also somebody else's Roller Coaster Tycoon? I no, I don't think so. Is life just one big Roller Coaster Tycoon? <laughs> That would be so much fun. Depends who's running the park. Uh, that's a good point. It actually could be extremely <laughs> yeah, <depends>. dangerous. <laughs> I mean, me now, it would be a much better. I, I'm a much more benevolent god now than I was when I was a kid. When I was a kid, I used to pluck people out and just drop them in the water for no reason. <laughs> yeah, there was no rhyme or reason. As 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 a kid who played video games and loved the Grand Theft Auto games, I'd say like, yeah, I think those games definitely gave me more violent thoughts than I had before <laughs> playing them. <laughs> Not that I would do anything or act on them, but I definitely I don't think they were good for me. Um, all right, let's let's close. Um, I did touch on the fact that um, this by no means is accepted by all people who are in the know potentially about things like this. The the biggest argument or the best argument I could find against anything being a uh, everything being a simulation is basically um, I guess some some people argue that the amount of basically storage you would need to do like to create or maintain even part of this simulation is like mind boggling and outside the realm of like, like basically I read somewhere that we would, Oh, actually there's a quote right here. One person said one expert at insight them (laughs) good, good research skills. (laughs) Uh, If one tries to extrapolate this to a few hundreds of spins of atoms then building a computer with such a memory would require more atoms than there are in the universe. So if that's true, that's obviously pretty convincing evidence that we're not living in the simulation. Well, I don't know, but then also like Moore's law, which is to say like, you know, everything gets better and smaller. I would say, well, I don't know. Go fast forward well, to the future a little bit, like to play devil's okay, advocate. Okay, Rodney. First of all, you are. So, oh my God, you are. 
You are the worst. Okay, two things. One, it says that it says that it would require more more memory than there are atoms in the universe. So, right, whether or not Moore's law applies here is, I think, would be irrelevant. But also, I'm pretty sure whoever cited this probably is aware of Moore's law. <laughs> yeah, but oh but, crap! Oh no, we forgot. Things keep getting smaller and more powerful. <laughs> yeah, but I'm saying that I do feel like it. it it's like when my dad just recently said to me, he said, like, well, you know, they say, like, if you were to take, like, all all matter, like, it fit into the, like, and get rid of all air in between atoms, like, it fit into the size of, like, uh, something ridiculously small, like a, a sugar cube. I was like, okay, like, what, like, sure, like. Yeah, existence I, is mostly empty space. Yeah, so to me, I'm like, I don't know, whatever that means, like, I, I don't think that. Whether it's a make... simulation or whether it's a deity or whatever it I'm is, looking, it I'm looking at my phone, just my phone, and I don't understand how this would fit in a sugar cube. <laughs> <laughs> Rodney, what I think you should do is in, is enroll in a uh, in a PhD program in Rodney. Science. No, I think you should enroll in a self debate club where you debate yourself. <laughs> <laughs> that that right there well, would keep me busy make for a the next stick eighty off years. Of that. You could probably make a living off of that. You could be like, yeah, I mean, I don't think we're in a simulation because I don't think I don't think there's no way we could possibly be in a simulation. There's no way at all. I think I mean, I don't. But I mean, we could be in a simulation. But Rodney, answer this honestly. You just spent the entire episode. You gave every single every single reason (laughs) uh, or every single theory for why we might be living in a simulation. A one, if I'm not mistaken. And then I give you one quote that says there aren't enough atoms in the universe to uh, to create enough storage for this type of simulation. And your first response is to argue with. (laughs) (laughs) I don't I'm not looking for the easy way out. Clearly. Um, All right, guys, closing question. Should anyone give a shit about whether we're living in a simulation? Can I ask a question? Here's what I wouldn't understand about a simulation is why do we all sleep? Like, so they like a third of the time of all characters in playable, like opportunities sleep. Like, wouldn't that be like, well, I uh, mean, but, oh, but Rodney, Rodney, our, like our bodies could still be programmed to be a certain way. I mean, why do we eat? Why do we need to grow food? I mean, that that's not, I don't do, know. Do we sleep though? Yeah, but that, yeah, like, right. Also, do we sleep? Have you well, ever seen the movie Dark City? No, no, no. It's a great. It's a good question. I, I, I thought about this after you had brought up this topic. But like, what is our observance of other people sleeping? What you mean? Like, what wait, would uh, what would wait, my Rodney, observance of like? Let's say let's say that we we went on a trip and I just decided Rodney, not to sleep and watch you guys sleep. Rodney, I have seen you asleep at the wheel. <laughs> Wait, that felt see, very that felt very real. We've seen we've seen each other sleep uh, hundreds of times. I know, and my my point would be like so whether it's a simulation or whether we're a character or whatever, like what would be the purpose of characters who do fall asleep for a third of their life? And I'm saying that me oh, as oh, a what? character could observe you guys sleeping. So I'm saying what would be the purpose of sleep? Well, but but my my answer to that is, what would be the purpose of anything? I mean, what would be the purpose of making money if it's a simulation? What would be the purpose of spending a tenth of your life shoving food down your throat? I mean, I don't know what. Well, you don't like, necessarily stop. Like those aren't things that you re- that you're required to stop and do. Like you can still continue to 
act as you go do those other things. But sleeping to me feels like it would be a a flaw in the theory. Well, but also on on the other hand, like referencing the the um that movie Dark City. I mean, well, if we're really thinking, if we're really asking the question, like, okay, if this is a simulation. Why would we sleep? Well, couldn't there be really good reasons like for like if we're especially for non playable characters, couldn't there be like a whole host of reasons why like shutting down like could be like advantageous or make it easier for the simulation to like be maintained? Um. Well, so you're saying that only non playable characters sleep. So there are characters that don't ever sleep. No, I'm saying if we're all non playable characters and someone's just pulling all the strings, then well, it seems like being uh, humans having to spend a third of their life sleeping will be really helpful to like to make sure there's no cracks in the in the foundation i to I do guess... some to to do some maintenance so to do but no not everybody's sleeping at the same time yeah i know but i'm not even saying necessarily like maintenance on a societal level it could even just be individual maintenance i don't know I don't know. It seems like to me feels like a flaw. Rodney, I I think you're the one pulling the strings. Yeah. <laughs> Good. Very I hope suspicious so. behavior coming out of that Dunkin Donuts parking lot. <laughs> All right, so so, again. so should should we give a shit? Yes or no? No. I agree. No. We should not. And you know why we should not because I think this stuff is is entertaining and fun to think about, but ultimately I think it's just like next level escapism. I think it's just easier to pretend this is reality than reality actually just being reality. Well said, Ted. Um, yeah. Also, if it if it is a simulation, then what the hell is going on with this coronavirus? <laughs> What's the, pur- what's the purpose of this it's a correction another test it's it's all just tests well i gotta tell you michigan's doing real bad <laughs> they sure are well, wait guys, why you heard it here first. Oh, i haven't read the news recently what's what's happened with michigan um Michi- michigan is 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 quote-unquote holding peaceful protests aka marching into the state house armed with with <laughs> rifles and shotguns and obviously no social distancing or masks in any way, shape, or form, demanding that the um, stay-at-home advisory be lifted. <laughs> because yeah, I can't, because I can't. In, in 2020, in 2020, all Americans know how to do is, all, I guess all we do is just protest even a virus. We just protest a virus because we don't like it. But so also, I guess, why are these people walking around armed? I don't like. I don't get that. It's like, well, fine. Like, go protest. Why? Why are you carrying assault rifles into the state house? Like, what are you? Are you going to hold the governor at gunpoint until he signs a bill lifting the lockdown? I don't get it. Is there anyone until, at the state she house? Signs a bill until she signs a bill in Michigan. Oh, sorry. Yeah. And but, uh, wait, is there anybody at the state house currently? Yes, the security guards are holding off the masses. It's. If you read the news, go check it out. Pretty <laughs> crazy stuff. So, yeah, no, it's not a simulation. We're just really this dumb. <laughs> All right. You heard it here. It is uh, life is not a simulation. And even if it is, you shouldn't care. Uh, so let it go. You can get in touch with us the following ways. Teddy, you want to lead us out? Yeah, you can email us at no one's listening podcast at gmail dot com uh, or you can find us on iTunes or on SoundCloud. 
And you can find our personal Instagram accounts. Uh, mine is Teddy underscore Ferris. Mine is Rodney Hart Jr. I'm B underscore Tyler 13. And thanks for listening. Have a great week, guys. Stay safe and keep your distance. And keep it real. And keep it simulated.